You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. There is a place where time stands still, where nature is harsh and demanding, where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. All you've got to do now is pass the Australian culture test. Three simple questions, three correct answers, and you go through that doorway to the greatest little country in the world. Good morning, Annie, for Showreel, on your 3CR community radio station. And today we're going to be focusing on a film called Everything in Between. It is the quintessentially Australian film because, as you'll hear from the writer-director, Nadi Shah, he, he started this whole process of filmmaking from a dead stop really. Uh, He is an amazing chap and the film itself is uh, really worth going to see. It's really nicely crafted, very nicely put together. It's going to get a theatrical release. It's going to be at uh, places like the Classic and the Lido, as well as some of the more uh, mainstream uh, cinemas like the Jam Factory and a couple of other select cinemas. So just go online and check it out. It's called everything in between and this is my chat with Nadia and you'll see what an incredible fellow he is. Can you tell my listeners how everything in between started because you wrote it as well as direct, oh, uh, co-wrote it and uh, directed it. Tell us about the project. Yeah so it's uh, it started uh, way back in 2017. I, I had just come out of I guess a, a period in my life where you know I, you could call it an existential crisis of my own. And I just, uh, yeah, I, I just wanted to make a story about, uh, I guess, not taking life for granted. And that's how that was the original seed. Um, and then, and then it uh, evolved over a couple of years. Uh, and I had written a, a few other stories at the same time. I wasn't thinking of making it back then. I was just writing scripts. I'd written maybe six, seven or eight scripts. And fast forward to uh, end of 2019, there's quite a few that I had written and it's like, you know, I think I should start making them. So, uh, and by that stage I had done a short film, which, uh, which went, when it went well. And then, yeah, so that's, I guess the, uh, the story behind uh, how it became from a, uh, a script to uh, a decision to, to turn it into a film. Yeah. So you're, you've been exploring the whole idea of being a filmmaker. Uh, you started off with script writing, but uh, how did you eventually uh, take control? So uh, look, I, I, it started uh, probably in 2018 when I, when I th- thought to myself, I want to, I'm, I'm not finding anyone to make these stories. I had obviously sh- sh- uh, shopped it around to all, you know all the all the producers or many many producers, and I, I just happened to have a management background. I've, I've studied uh, engineering and business management, and I thought you know there's a story in my heart. Uh, you know I can I guess I can manage. I've delivered projects before, so I combined the two together and I and I experimented with a short film, 
uh, and it won't turn out okay. So that's that's I guess how how I made made the decision to then you know what I, I I'm gonna do I'm gonna do I'm gonna tell the story. So yeah. Oh, so you didn't go to film school or anything like that. You actually just uh, learnt yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I studied civil engineering in the 90s. Yeah, that's that was my... So I had a completely different uh, past life, different career altogether. Well, this film is very... Uh, has got some pretty high production values, it seems to me. It flows along really very well. And there's some fantastic performances, I'll have to say. Thank you so much. Yeah, um, that I mean, it's, it's a... I, I wouldn't have gone down this path unless I was confident that we were going to deliver something, especially because of the subject matter. You can't trivialize, you know, uh, mental health and family dysfunction. So I was, we, we certainly, um, it all starts with story, making sure it's incredibly authentic and we, we engage some professionals for that. And I'm happy to touch on that if you, if you like. And then, and then of course, building a strong team. So, um, and I also at the same time did get into a, a Sundance uh, program uh, with Sundance Institute to help first-time filmmakers. Uh, that was just before uh, 2020, so December 2019, uh, just before the world got turned upside down, really. Yeah. Um, I was one of 29 students who, who got into this course worldwide and was the only Australian. Uh, so I was very fortunate. And uh, yeah, and, I, and, and, and we could choose any script we want, and I went with pretty much the smallest one, the simplest uh, in terms of story structure and, and, and physically the easiest to shoot because it was uh, quite a number of my scripts are not set in Australia, but fortunately this small one was. so. Yeah, right. Okay. This is very interesting stuff. You're a very brave person. It's fantastic to hear. Um, there, there's elements... Yeah, there's elements to this film which reminded me of me and Earl and the Dying Girl, and also uh, there's an English film that's similar. But that's neither here nor there really, because this is a a, a fantastic uh, application of the story within an Australian context. Yeah, thank you. So, uh, the in terms of story inspiration, I did draw on uh, to be completely transparent up front, more the classics, the, uh, the coming of age classics, like The Graduate, you know, and Love Story, um, and Ordinary People, you know, the, the youngest of these films is 42 years old, which is Ordinary People, uh, Graduates from the 60s, Mike Nichols. So I, I, I feel, and yeah, Me, Earl and Dying Girl is a lovely film, which I really loved. Um, uh, I was just more, but there's something that I missed is the, the older classics, which uh, cater towards a more mature audience. It's not to say the younger ones can't watch uh, everything in between. It's, uh, but it is. I don't know if you felt that that or noticed that it it does cater to uh, an audience that's older than our protagonist. Uh, yeah, no, that's interesting. No, I hadn't really thought about that, except that I was really enthralled by the fantastic performances of the mother and the father. Um, mm. uh, Gigi Edgeley as the mother and uh, David Knight. They were beautifully um, written yeah. and their performances are stellar. They're not even very likable people. No, no. Well, you know, it's, it's not, yeah, it's not, it's real, you know, so it is because a part of the story is, uh, uh, you know, f f uh, one of the things we wanted to explore is uh, familial dysfunction, you know, so, mm. uh, and, and, and we, we wanted to make the parents, the, the, the father, the complete opposite to the son, you know, full of energy. Um, and, but, you know, unfortunately, the, the, uh, the you know, he, 
his outlets were a little bit different, you know. So uh, it's uh, and and the mother, you know, histrionic, um, you know, what, 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 you know. So so that's kind of like it was very important that we created a family dynamic that's real. Mm. Uh, and again, we worked uh, with psychologists on that to to um, actual clinical psychologists uh, who've got extensive experiences with uh, family counseling. Uh, the, 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 you know, so so again, it goes back to what, what I was saying earlier. Authenticity was paramount, uh, which which then obviously you get you know a strong cast and then you know a strong team, and then they all want to tell the, a beautiful story. So that's 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 yeah. And I should actually uh, uh, change what I said about them not being likable people because actually there's much more depth in their characters than just dislike or like. You know what I mean? It's that sequence. Yeah. That sequence where the boy is in the middle and the mother and father are there, but they're hardly speaking. And the woman, yeah. the way she, her body language is just so fantastic. She did such a great job and no words spoken. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they try. I mean, it's it, correct what you're saying. That, that It's not about being likable or unlikable. It's, it's more about that's who they are. And we try to show that that's their best effort. So despite their shortcomings as parents, uh, they, they, they did do their best to, to, uh, you know, be who they, they, they were the best versions of themselves, so to speak. Mm. And of course, the sort of almost catatonic uh, approach to life that uh, the lead uh, Jordan played by Jordan Delieu, uh if I've said that correctly. Um, yes. Is a perfect uh, foil to their hypermania, really. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's common, you know. This is, again, it's, it goes back to authenticity. So many parents uh, have a different, uh, like, energy levels to their kids. You know, it's it's not it's not always like uh, you know the, the 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 child becomes like the parent. So, uh, and and we wanted to wor work with that, and also to to create a more interesting dynamic. Um, you know, for for the story arc. The beginning of the film is very tidily uh, put together quickly, and when the uh, character played by Freya Benjamin turns up, uh, sort of a hippie trippy type of person turns yeah. up. I, I, you know what I was thinking? I was thinking of thank God something different's happened for this poor boy. Anything. <laughs> yeah. Making yeah, it believable. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Because it's out of yeah, out of left yeah. field. Yeah, and you know that was I've got to say it was inspired by a quotation. Uh, you know, think not you can direct the course of love for love if it finds you worthy. Direct your course. Uh, I have to say it's it's the passage from the from uh, on uh, from um, uh, the prophet by Khalil Gibran, and it's always stayed with me that line. There's something you know, and it doesn't just have to be about love. It's just in other words, you never know what life could do for you. You know, uh, uh, you know. So yeah, so I just it was it was kind of. I just remembered that when you talked about her coming into his world, it came out of nowhere, which essentially is that hopeful aspect of the story. And it doesn't have to be in the shape of an older, you know, um, beautiful woman. It can be like, a, it could be a friend, it could be a hobby, a job or something. But that's kind of one of the messages from the film, if you could say that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a very hopeful film. I mean, and it's also, I mean, it's sad. It's all, it does all the things yeah. that light does, yeah, which is what yeah, the film's yeah, about. yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. It does. Yeah, it is. It is. It is a slice of life to be true. You know, I guess we. That's what we also set out to create a little bit. You know.
Well, Sydney's a great backdrop for this film. Yes, uh, you know we uh, it it was all obviously sort of shot around Sydney uh, in in the east. Um, we tried not to uh, purposely shoot uh, scenery, so it was almost uh, all just uh, organic, so to speak. That was quite important because, it, of course, there were opportunities. You know, like one of the backdrops was uh, uh, Tamarama Bondi. Another one in David's office, we, we captured the city skyline. Uh, but, but, you know, really it was all organic. We, we you know, we, we're not trying to purposely uh, show how, be- you know, beautiful the city is. It's just, it just worked that way to, 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 with, with the scenes that we needed. Yeah, yeah, because in fact, it, it could be anywhere. That's what you're trying to say. And it could happen to anyone. Yeah, correct. Yeah, we didn't want it to make it like, you know, some, some, you, you know, we've all seen uh, films set in Paris. It's about Paris, New York, New York. You know, this is, it's not about Sydney. It's really, and I, and I tell people, it's a story that's physically close to home, but thematically it's universal. And it's important, like we're, you know, I'm talking now to, to China about uh, doing a deal with them. And there's also... Uh, other countries that are interested. It's really, it's, it is very much a story that that applies anywhere around the world. Mm. And uh, especially, oh, the Chinese element to it sounds interesting because the idea of, um, as you said, existential crisis and uh, a young person's uh, inability to find meaning in life, which, uh, I mean, that is the crux of this story. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's about not knowing also what's what's ahead of us. I, I mean, I don't want to sound cliche and say don't give up, but just you know, l- life is is for living. You know, l- let's not take it for granted and and see see what there is for us. I mean, obviously we can't talk about the ending instead because it's it's. Uh, but you know, it's also I wanted to make sure I, we, we I will say this is okay that we we also didn't want to make it like a fairy tale. Uh, you know, a perfect ending, which isn't what life is. You know, life isn't a fairy tale; it's it's, it's reality, right? So, so that's also that was also important for us. And like a uh, to, to you know, an Australian drama, uh, a slice of life, and and this is what we set out to do. Become a three CR subscriber today. Go to three crorgau forward slash subscribe, or call the station on zero three nine four one nine eight three double seven. Be a part of your community radio station. You're on 3CR, your community radio station, and you're with Annie on Showreel, where we focus on Australian films. And uh, today we're focusing on a film called Everything In Between, and we're having a chat with Nadi Shah, the co-writer and director and producer and distributor. Amazing chap. So um, you co-wrote it with someone else. Tell me about that. Yeah, so my writing partner Grant Osborne, he, um, him, and I uh, started collaborating after I wrote uh, an earlier version in 2017. We we connected a couple of years later, and we had written uh, two, maybe three other scripts, and we have got an incredible collaboration. He's one of it was probably one of the best synergies, actually probably the best synergy uh, I've, I've come across uh, in my life, you know, and includes all, all, uh, industries, you know, but, you know, I've had it, obviously we've discussed the past life in another industry. So I'm very grateful to have this incredibly talented writer. He's, he's more experienced in the industry. I think he's got, he's got 40 years, um, uh, in, in, in film and television. So, uh, you know, and he, and he gets it and he's, and he's also, we've got very similar, uh, sorry, very complimentary yet different writing styles. 
so um, and and they sort of work really well together. And and even the way we write, sort of, we workshop, we rewrite the same scenes over and over and over until until they work, so to speak. That's kind of what we do. Oh wow, that's very interesting. Uh, tell me what you learned uh, being a director. Oh God, I mean, you know, expect the unexpected. It's it's it's. Uh, uh, I, I learned, you know, the uh, uh, perseverance uh, does does work. You just got to keep at it. Uh, uh, doors shutting doesn't mean it's a bad thing. You know, it's basically the same. If you think about it, they're the same lessons of life that we all know anyway. But the, you know, in making a film, you're kind of reminded, you're, you're reminded over and over again of those very same lessons, you know. Um, and, and, yeah, it just... Uh, Obviously, if you want to set out to create something like this, uh, be prepared that the, the, the mountain is going to be quite steep. The climb is quite steep. So, so much that I've that I've learned from this, and it's not even like uh, the tip of the iceberg because the, yeah, there's so much more as well. Well, tell me how you got the, such great performances from your actors. So, well, it's the uh, I guess we start with the, the the casting process. Talk about maybe very Jason. We we started with a pool of over 400, uh, and we it was through uh, a casting an incredible casting director, Alison Meadows from Mulliners. Mm. And by the time I got some uh, auditions, they were uh, just around 100, maybe 105. Yep. And then I started screening and working through. And then I was really looking for certain t- traits that match with this the character that was written, but also something that the the actor can bring to it. By the time it got to Jordan, uh, which he was obviously selected, we, uh, to answer your question, it was really just working, like understanding how this, uh, the essence of the character and talking more about subtext rather than, uh, you know, I, we get taught to do action verbs and things like that. And I did do some, some obviously some education when it comes to uh, directing actors. I did some, um, some courses and read some books and, and, and classes, etc. But at the end of the day, it was, it was really working you know, finding this uh, synergy between the, the the character and and the and the actor skills, and fortunately, and you could you know, as rightly pointed with the parents, uh, for instance, is a good example. They're incredibly, incredibly experienced, and the so it was it was it was actually quite fun working with them and 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 machine like um, uh, t- tweaking the the characters that we had um, uh, written to suit uh, you know whatever they, more they want to bring to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. They must have had a lot of fun because these these people are jump out of the page. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, we did, you know. And 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 Gigi and and Martin, you know, they're in, fantastic to work with. Um, so incredibly experienced, uh, uh, but also, you know, just to bring that extra, uh, you know, the the. the, the different layers and each each scene uh, had you know you probably you, I, I not noticed one of them when you mentioned that uh, you didn't Gigi didn't have to say much and you could uh, see what she was uh, thinking or saying um, and there was quite a bit of that uh, and finally Freya who she was also fantastic we we I tried my best to um, hire an actual just to make it as real as possible um, and and you know she was close to the as close to the mark as possible. She was incredible. They, yeah, they're really. I was very very lucky to work with the, with the with the four uh, four of them, and also many of the supporting actors. I thought uh, you know are quite you know like uh, Amy Kersey. She's very experienced. You got uh, 
Esther Anderson, you may have noticed, has been around for a while. Julian Gardner, who plays a doctor, um, the brain surgeon. So oh, some of these are, you know, really accomplished actors, uh, television and film actors who have been around for, for decades. And, you know, to, to be able to work with them was such a privilege. Yeah, yeah, no, they were very good. I mean, it's a very uh, solid film. How long did it take to shoot? Uh, we had four and a half weeks. Okay. And then what about the editing? So the editing, so we shot, uh, I can give you a quick timeline. So we green. Uh, we wrote this uh, in December, Grant and I wrote, we wrote this in December of 2019. We greenlit it in February 2020, just of course when uh, yeah, the, the pandemic and then we were meant to shoot in July, uh, for, but then we delayed it twice. First time in November, second time March 21. Mm-hmm. Shot over five weeks. We were then we uh, uh, to answer your question about the editing or the post production. We ended up finishing it about 12 months later. Uh, again, we got uh, or a bit before actually ended up taking about 11 months. Um, but again, also we got rattled a bit by the, by the, I think it was like the Delta lockdown or something. Cause we had a second lockdown in 21 yeah. uh, and that didn't help obviously. So, uh, so yeah, all, all in all, it took uh, a bit over a couple of years, you know, or yeah. Yeah. So the editor, you must've had uh, a good, strong relationship with the editor. Yeah. Incredible. So we had, we actually had uh, two, we were blessed to have. Uh, a couple of editors. We, the original editor that signed on, Katrina Barker, she had began because of the the COVID thing. She had uh, another job that she had signed on, which was uh, which was moving. So uh, depend mm. depending on and of course, so she 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 did the she assembled the, the film, but then yeah. she had to go away ten ten weeks. But of course, instead of just waiting around, we pressed ahead, and we ended up. Um, uh finishing it uh with another editor whose name is adrian powers who's incredible he's uh he you know he gets story and 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 um katrina also ended up did come back for a couple of weeks to consult uh and then we've also got uh this is what i mean by we're blessed to have a few editors are originally he was the assistant editor uh, nicholas ralph but He's quite ex- very experienced, quite accomplished himself. So he ended up, uh, and he, because he did quite a bit of the editing when Katrina was gone for the 10 weeks, he also ended up uh, becoming an editor. So, yeah, it's it worked beautifully. We, I guess, I mean, I can't speak from experience because it's my first film, but based on that one sample, I think ha- having, you know, different set of eyes come, come, come over it, uh, uh, go over it is obviously helpful in our case because, a lot of people are commenting on the on the edit, so which is great. Yeah, well, this is very interesting. Now, like you said, this is you've thrown yourself into this industry, and you obviously love it, um, which is what uh, theatre, film, and the arts do to people. That's what it's all about. Um, but now you've got to distribute it and all the rest of it. So now your business acumen has to come in. What are you learning about that? Because that's a tough gig. Yeah, yeah. So look, believe it or not, the distribution, distribution, the producing and distribution, it's a, it comes a little bit organic for me because of my business background. Um, so uh, ironically, even though, but I, you know, I am a little bit tired, obviously, after the, the two year journey of, um, you know, filming and, mm-hmm. and finishing and ribbon wrapping this film that is finished. Uh, I just had to roll my sleeves up again and, 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 and jump in. And of course, yeah, the Again, I'm learning so much uh, about the process and I've been, you know, 
blessed to have an incredible publicist, you know, and Ed Smith's fantastic. Got even the guys who did the trailer. They're, they're all they're all part of the same team, but it feels like a whole other project again. Yeah, uh, that's right. With a whole new team. Yeah. So and it's and it's great. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I get. I guess uh, it's it's been it's it's been good. I mean, uh, I was ready to to start working on the next one. So uh, for but for whatever reason, I ended up. I'm. I'm. We ended up distributing, doing a self distribution. Uh, I, you know, for for a number of reasons, but mainly the the best. Uh, believe it or not, the most suitable uh, uh, person or company who was meant to d- distribute this film was the actual producer, which is us. So, <laughs> so Grant and myself, yeah. So, so Grant and myself, Grant is the, uh, the, 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 the co-writer we spoke about. He also is the co, he also produced with me and him and I, you know, again, all right, we're going to have to do the, the distribution. Why not? And we've got an inc- a lovely team. I'm, I mean, I'm so glad we ended up doing this because even though originally I was a bit tired and said, you know what, I could have taken a break before j- diving into the next film. But I'm so glad we ended up distributing. I don't think um, uh, anyone would have given us the same amount of love and care and, and attention that we're doing. Well, fantastic. So it's got a theatrical release, and I, I guess you're going to then press on with other distribution methods. Yes. Uh, so we've got a we've got uh, a theatrical release. It's starting. Uh, we're obviously this week on uh, Thursday. Um, and if we're in thirty uh, something cinemas, and then another twenty uh, the following week, Hoyt, uh, Hoyt, we're on the Hoyt circuit. I think eighteen of their cinemas, and a few others are coming online next week as well. So yeah, we're pretty proud of that. Uh, but more importantly, now it's about uh, now that we've got the the real estate to, to play the film, but it's more also now campaigning. So that's another project in itself, and we're pressing ahead with that and uh, you know i get tend to see some of these interviews which is great so yeah and in terms of i think you touched on what was it something you were mentioning after the this, after the yeah. theatrical did you ask about that i did um so with 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 that so we're we're more focused on international distribution mm. um and and uh in terms of uh, i guess yeah, so ancillary would be international. The focus is international distribution. Uh, there's even um, a, uh, an agent who wants to sell it to the airplanes. So we're kind of uh, oh, in terms very of very good. Uh, yeah, a good yeah there's, a, there's a little bit of that. Yeah, there's a there's a few uh, uh, things, but I'm not I'm not um, we're we're not hanging to just quickly put it on a streamer just yet. I mean, of course, if the the opportunity is there, we you know we'll, we'll definitely go for it. But it's not something that we're uh, aggressively pursuing, so to speak. It's, we're being a little bit organic with that one and, and seeing how how the uh, Australian distribution uh, goes. Because we're also with a few programs. We're in the um, Australian Teachers of Media have endorsed the film uh, and, and, and they're, they're recommending it for years 9 to 12. Um, so there's a few angles there that we're, we're also looking at. And they want to uh, make it available to schools uh, so we might do that as an exclusivity first before we go on 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 television. Uh, All yeah. right. Well, Nadi, I, I better let you go because you've got another interview. But uh, thank you very much for spending some yeah, time. Exactly. Thank you so much, <laughs> Nadi. I really appreciate. It. Yeah. Well, Good it was luck. Lovely to speak to you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah, Have a yeah. wonderful day. You're amazing. Thank you. That's it for Showreel this week. Uh, if you are looking for an Australian film that uh, is uh, 
very respectable offering, then you should be going to see everything in between. It's perfect for uh, younger and older audiences. And uh, it's going to be getting a theatrical release starting today and uh, will be showing in select cinemas. Uh, look it up online and uh, you'll be able to find a screen near you. Coming up next is Published or Not. Until next week, bye for now.
motion. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.